Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're back uh, after a brilliant trailer. <laughs> Thank you, Vijay. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of the Break the Cycle podcast. Uh, my name is Adhar. My name is Vijay Raj Singh. And for our first episode, we're going to kick it off with the man who started it all for me. Uh, I am going to be talking to Vijay Raj Singh about breaking the cycle, how he got out of his cycle, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to take a bit on. Uh, discussing what that really means so i'm that's going to bring me to my first question which what do you mean when you hear break the cycle well we've been given identities as soon as we are born um you have you live with your parents identity your mm-hmm. name your religion right. then as you grow sometimes people are sent to school mm-hmm. you have a school identity and then yeah. you have so a lot of those identities come with a lot of conditioning right and without realizing it you find yourself in a repetitive cycle mm-hmm. so to speak mm-hmm. you say the same things you have the same conversations the people the interactions are mostly the same i mean as long as you enjoy it that's okay right but there will be a point where you start feeling okay is there anything more mm-hmm. is this it <laughs> Am okay. I just here yeah. to have a few dinners or have a few of the same conversations even families for that matter sometimes mm-hmm. family get togethers and then you just end up discussing the same things over and over again every year right so those are cycles mm-hmm. that don't necessarily have to be there right uh they can be broken now broken again is not a negative word you mm-hmm. break a cycle to get into a new one Right. And then when you've gathered enough from that, mm-hmm. you break that to get a new one, it's continuous. Right. You brought me to an interesting point though. Uh you've mentioned this thing about identities. Mhm. Right? Um what are the identities you've gone through or identified with or what are the identities that you've had over the years? Uh maybe let's talk about that. Well, um I've been a kid who's uh, had to figure out his identity from a very early age mm-hmm. because uh for those who don't know I grew up as a kid who always had to figure out things on his own right so i s- was lucky enough to have an outsider view in observing people i was always well i used to always just sit and observe mm-hmm. and i used to make fun of a lot of people i still do <laughs> and uh, and uh, that got me in trouble back in the day but now mm-hmm. uh, i mean now it's uh, it's it's who i am people have accepted me again as i say who i am mm-hmm. i'm actually asserting another identity i've made myself comfortable with right so i've uh, seen well most of my friends my family and whoever i've interacted with mm-hmm. they always stick to an identity and that's very important mm-hmm. it's not something that they're doing wrong even though it may seem um i mean you might have uncles who you disagree with based on their political opinion or <laughs> grandparents or whatever yeah but an identity mm-hmm. is very very important okay. to to begin with mm-hmm. and then um based on your own personal experience mm-hmm. you identify whether 
that identity is actually helping you or is actually pushing people away or if it's if it's not serving you in any way it needs mm-hmm. to go because that's how you grow you just take what you can mm-hmm. and you shed what is holding you back right so but that, then that goes with identities i mean that uh-huh. doesn't mean you turn into some con artist with multiple identities i mean right. you must have changed your identity i mean you change your identity every time you change your job okay if you're an employee you Ent- identify with one company mm-hmm. you leave that company you di- identify with another company so would that mean that an identity is fluid because essentially if we're going if we're going over so many uh, kinds of uh, identifications mm-hmm. of yourself for example um, you were at one point a political strategist that was mm-hmm. an identity you had Yeah. and i remember saying that i remember I'm still identified by that identity mm-hmm. most of the time because people don't know anything else that i do mm. and that's not it but because that identity establishes some form of legitimacy to who i am right it's good enough but then people who get to know me then know that i do some well several other things as well mm-hmm. and that identity does not really have a play the identity right. of any being a strategist or being a, an advisor or anything but isn't that something that you do as opposed to something that you are because if you're claiming something like i am this mm-hmm. right so for example if i say i am a martial artist yeah but then um okay i'm a martial artist mm-hmm. i am also uh a pr professional or com- communications professional i am also Uh, a teacher i am i am also something else or i am also whatever identity but then when you sit down to answer who are you as a person these mm-hmm. are just things that you do right you you just proved mm-hmm. your own point there that identity mm-hmm. is fluid mm-hmm. and uh, you don't have to confine yourself to one of them right so you if you are a martial arts instructor if mm-hmm. you're a student mm-hmm. good for you i mean right. it doesn't have to end there mm-hmm. i mean you'll be a dad you'll be a boyfriend you'll be a everything else and nothing changes and the pursuit should not be to identify with something that uh, basically the pursuit should not be to identify with something that uh, becomes a justification for all your fears and all your prejudices and all of your mm-hmm. uh, preconceived notions mm-hmm. the pursuit should be to identify the something identify with something that makes you well even if it scares you yeah but then that makes you move forward right so if you are learning martial arts mm-hmm. and that makes you happy good good for you keep doing that mm-hmm. but if someone comes up with a completely new concept of martial arts that's never been heard before and then you hear yourself saying you know that's not how the old guys used to do it and that's not right. how it was done for generations and therefore it is wrong mm-hmm. i don't think that you're being truly appreciative of what uh, you are representing here so right. there's an example i mean i'm not saying you are like that mm-hmm. but that's an example mm-hmm. Um all right so I'm going to ask you a rather personal question. Mm-hmm. Um we call it break the cycle because obviously we want to we want to identify whatever cycles we've been living and then you know, how we've broken out of them. Mm-hmm. Right? So I want to ask you what are the cy- you you're roughly the same age as I am. <laughs> you're 29 years old. Mm-hmm. In these 29 years what are the various cycles you've 
experienced and how have you broken out of them well um one of the lessons i took far too long to learn mm-hmm. is the lesson of letting go right and uh, <laughs> you only realize it when you're on the other side of how stupid that small <laughs> <is>. <laughs> and, well, yeah. you should have learned it a long time ago but i can identify with uh, people having trouble with that particular lesson now mm-hmm. now that i'm out of it right and because they think that i'm insane <laughs> when i tell them that is that simple to get out of it so right. letting go was one of my biggest uh, challenges mm-hmm. um another one letting go of what letting go of uh, people okay uh, in particular mm-hmm. and letting go of uh, memories now i have a really sharp memory mm-hmm. and an emotional memory Mm-hmm. so whenever i have uh, a particular experience with someone or involving someone or with anything actually even my pets or for that matter mm-hmm. that emotion is where that memory gets triggered right so any time i've i've spent years you know being stuck on several memories that kept triggering emotions mm-hmm. and emotions that were not necessarily helping me in any way so i didn't learn from them even if i could have mm-hmm. or i should have right but, uh, then i eventually was forced to let go okay and uh, you know how in life is if you don't learn then uh, it hits you <laughs> and then, and then yeah. life doesn't see your own uh, convenience and your timing and then it hits you and then you have to deal with it yeah, it's a gift so, that keeps on giving huh? yeah so <laughs> So I learned it the hard way. I learned right. letting go the hard way, but uh I I shouldn't have taken that long. Mm-hmm. Um I'm happy that I did because my own identity is um, what is identity really when you're talking about yourself? Mm-hmm. It means yourself it means yourself assured. Right. It means I know who I am. I know what I can do, what I'm capable of doing, mm-hmm. what I'm not so good at doing. Right. All of these things are the foundation to really finding your path in life or your calling or whatever you want to call it because mm-hmm. if you're not self assured and self assured includes self confidence right because if you know who you are you're confident if mm-hmm. you're still fluid on that then uh, the confidence goes for a toss right so i became a lot more self assured and i've been on this conscious pursuit of being more and more self assured about myself about what i believe in i've had to let go of a lot of beliefs that i had right. a lot of religious beliefs a lot of astrological things that i used to believe which turned out to be total crap <laughs> yeah. you want to maybe elaborate on that a little bit no i mean you know um you think you understand something by uh, watching you know a couple of youtube videos you'll read about it and oh, then you'll man. yeah and then you'll possibly hear someone talk about it and then you'll copy paste that opinion your that opinion as your own opinion <laughs> and then you think that's the basis of what your knowledge and what your understanding is and then something comes in and then that blows it right out of the park and then and then you realize oh shit i have i know nothing about it so that <laughs> happened with astrology mm-hmm. with me and I, i as you know i i follow a lot of astrology it's been declared as a science now right so i guess more research and more uh 
I guess more the more people pay attention to it, the more they'll understand it. And right. that's one of the things I took for granted. I thought I knew it, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of years later, I realized I was talking about talking through my ass. <laughs> and uh, you know, you read Linda Goodman, and you watch mm-hmm. a few YouTube videos, and you think you're an astrologer. Oh so, boy! Okay. Yeah, and then I mean, I was humbled mm-hmm. by the knowledge that I received later. So then I became a student of it, and I mean. I only do it for myself. I don't tell anyone else anything now because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not qualified enough. But uh, that that's an example of an identity that it comes out of not being self-assured because right. uh, I thought I knew myself. Mm-hmm. But you don't. Okay. And then you realize uh, okay, this is who I am. It hits you. It's like it's like having an external uh, observation you know you think you know a guy and then he turns out to be completely different it can happen with yourself yeah you think you know yourself <laughs> and then you surprise yourself no, i remember you someone uh, i remember a question that i uh, was asked once like you know but do you understand <laughs> <laughs> that's true right so i guess uh, i've shared a lot of identities and mm-hmm. most people do and they're ashamed of it mm mm-hmm. and uh, they should know through this podcast that uh, that's actually proof that you're growing right and people who are necessarily regimented into their own identities into their own worlds mm-hmm. may not necessarily be doing anything wrong right. i mean they they're entitled to be happy in who they are mm-hmm. but then there is a stagnation that happens by sticking to what you are and who you are and this whole climate change thing is a, is a is something that is a big example of not being able to let go of old habits and old thoughts so, right yeah no but then um okay this this is a common struggle and i'll i'll get to this point i'm going to park this one right here mm-hmm. for a bit we'll get back to this point of yep. letting go um so you're saying one cycle that you had a break was letting go yes what were the others one cycle that i had uh, broken was the cycle of uh, being emotionally dependent okay on uh, on a partner on anyone okay other than myself okay to make decisions all right and that's something that i used to have mm-hmm. and it's now something that annoys me in other people <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so okay. even even you know i mean if it's something crucial where you need advice and where you mm-hmm. need to, to, to reflect and mm-hmm. to discuss that's 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 an exception can you about can you give like an example of the emotional dependence you're talking about i can't give an example because i'll make a lot of enemies but oh, uh, <laughs> i'll tell you I'll hypothetical tell you, ones then maybe <laughs> hypothetically i'll come close oh, okay. as close as i can right so when you need to be or at least to consult your friends or your parents or anyone who you are you share that equation with mm-hmm. for small decisions even like you know even if you have to decide where to eat <laughs> or what to eat for dinner <laughs> or you know that actually stems out of a lot of uh, people who have been emotionally deprived in their lives okay and uh, that indecisiveness comes from a lack of consensus people are afraid of a lack of consensus 
so people are afraid of a lack of consensus like, mm. wow okay yeah yeah i've seen that i mean uh-huh. i'm no expert i'm just telling you what i've observed right. so they want other people to arrive at the decision they want to make and okay that is so you uh, want to rally the troops around a decision point you just don't want to be the one to own it yeah but I but mean, they want your decision point but that's a strategic uh, play as well okay. if you're arriving at a decision which requires larger consensus and if it's an important thing uh-huh. an important dis- decision that affects people's lives and you know stuff like that but right. then it's it's uh, it's lack of self confidence when it's you just want to pass the buck okay. of your own uh, decision making because you don't want to take responsibility for being wrong okay so i've had a lot of people uh, i know a lot of people who are like that i used to be like that uh-huh. and uh, that is a cycle i'm very proud of breaking <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i can make decisions right and uh, again decision making is another cycle that people don't understand uh, it's well it's not a cycle though but decision making is a skill mm-hmm. and uh, being decisive is a quality right a positive quality mm-hmm. i mean people will call you authoritarian people will call you that but they'll envy you they'll hate your guts for being able to make a decision even if it's a tough one mm-hmm. so i guess you should have one of your episodes on decisiveness <laughs> so yeah that's another cycle i'll probably do that i'll probably bring someone who makes decisions on a daily basis yeah And But then there is that thing, though. I I I do have to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about indecision, mm-hmm. right, or even decisiveness, for example, yeah, you call it a positive quality, and I agree. I mm-hmm. I do agree with the fact that you need to be decisive. But isn't there like a confusion that a lot of people have that, um, if you're taking time mm-hmm. to come up with a decision, yeah, or to come to a decision, like isn't that also considered by the general public as oh my god this person just takes too long to come come to a decision like um what i mean to say is and i probably just convoluted mm-hmm. my sentence mm-hmm. um is if you're looking at multiple viewpoints to mm-hmm. come to a decision right would that is that what a lot of people consider indecision or are you referring to i cannot make a decision regardless of the variables in front of me so a lot of decisive people mm-hmm. have already made a decision okay and they don't are then and they're not afraid of changing that decision mm-hmm. if it helps bring a consensus okay so taking too long or hiding behind taking points of view and hiding behind those kind of excuses mm-hmm. is actually not being decisive it's okay. uh it's just running away from uh being responsible for something that will apply as soon as the decision is made mm-hmm. so being decisive is well you would have already made a decision in your head and you will mm-hmm. have that conversation with yourself saying that okay uh, this is my decision mm-hmm. you may not say it right. then you'll hear everyone and then you'll say okay if everyone else uh, has a converse point of view right let's go with the majority and if not you can also stonewall and go against uh, everyone and make a decision but mm. uh, but then again that's uh, the quality that you should have 
or you should develop if you don't have it because uh, again I, I, it's it's nice how each of these is forming a step by step process because being self assured yeah makes you better decisions decisive yes right it's to better quality decisions in mm. fact okay so letting go uh being more decisive what are the others mm-hmm. what are the other cycles you've broken out of another major cycle that uh, i recall uh, breaking through was the illusion of control right hmm. and that's another deal that comes with decision making mm-hmm. is you you fo- take far too long to arrive at a decision mm-hmm. because you because you're have, trying to control all the because variables because you're delusional about having control over ah, all of those yeah. things you mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. and uh, well life teaches you that i mean whatever you have can suddenly be taken away <laughs> and then uh, that's one of the biggest uh, cycles that i broke right. because i mean i'm no stranger to this a lot of you listening might have gone through it or will go through it god forbid but it's a good thing that i'm saying will go through it is <laughs> <laughs> that you might just wake up and find that your entire world is gone it doesn't exist what you thought was a part of you the people the experiences they just poof and they disappear mm-hmm. and that breaks you in a way that uh, most people it's hell mm-hmm. in terms of when you're going through it but then because if you are spiritual spiritually aligned and if you find yourself uh, a bit more stable in terms of questioning and if you have a rational mind right and you realize that uh, i control nothing mm-hmm. and everything i have can just suddenly be with a snap of a hand be taken away mm-hmm. and a lot of you will not will not be a stranger to that feeling and that is uh, what uh, if you've been through that and you're still suffering the memory or if you're still if that triggers you uh what i said in the past 30 seconds if that triggered you mm-hmm. you should uh go back to that i mean as you you might have tried to suppress it because that is a masterclass in breaking cycles because uh again because you control nothing and you are still listening to this you are right here where you are and uh you are you i mean you you made it so <laughs> so that uh you know this takes me back to uh, yeah. one of the episodes you and i did on your podcast mm-hmm. the beauty of nothing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing and uh, it's it's it really humbles you mm-hmm. in a way that uh, i mean if you have everything and then everything is taken away it doesn't necessarily have to be taken away by someone mm-hmm. that doesn't matter right as long as it's taken away and that's really a realignment in your life that uh, tells you that okay that's that and you can still be anything you want to be even mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and uh, just just keep going don't yeah. look back <laughs> and uh, i know it's easier said uh, when you're going through it it's hell because your entire identity is finished you don't know who you are 
you can't relate to people you can't trust people mm-hmm. you can't trust yourself you doubt yourself um these are all natural things and then when the dust settles um it becomes a question of letting go again doesn't it it does right in fact all of these things are related everything we're talking about being decisive i mean if you're decisive you don't find yourself in those situations ever again mm-hmm. if you uh, are self assured you make better quality decisions by default right at least better quality in your world so mm-hmm. whatever is in your interest and if it's not you're not afraid to make a mistake because you're decisive because mm-hmm. being decisive mm-hmm. loses the illusion of control and when you lose the illusion of control mm-hmm. you have a reasonable degree of understanding that uh, okay fine i can make mistakes right not every decision has to be the right one not every decision will be the wrong, the wrong one. one right so that brings me to the next to the bit that i had parked um we're talking about letting go specifically right now a lot of people will probably ask and i know i certainly asked this question was what do you mean letting go how do you let go how do you let go of something that you've held on to or something that you feel just defines you to your core okay i have said this before i'll mm-hmm. say it again mm-hmm. it doesn't have to make sense uh-huh. just go go home right now right <laughs> write it on a piece of paper i am letting go signed adar malhotra and that's it <laughs> it's a sentiment <laughs> right right it's 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 a it's an assurance that you're giving yourself mm-hmm. again there's a degree of fake it till you make it in letting go ah. and you have to practice it and you have to train yourself to let go but when you do you realize how much better things, things are, are once you do and then you don't want and you want to keep doing it mm-hmm. after that because nothing stops you you just keep going even like an express train so <laughs> uh if, if you find yourself in a situation of how do i let go just find a piece of paper find a pen or a telephone mm. whatever write i have let go signed my name save it burn it do what make it a ritual if you have to if if that's yeah. what works for you but believe yourself mm-hmm. while you do it that you have let go and letting go does not mean uh that your life will come to an end in fact it will begin right after that right it, it's one decision that uh really opens up more doors than it closes it's mm-hmm. op- it closes one giant door to the past Right. and it opens up about, about 300 more doors <laughs> and you find yourself that i'm not just one person who can go through that one door out of 300 there's 300 of you who'll go through 300 doors at the same time i don't know if that makes sense but yeah, uh, i'm scratching my head yeah. but i'm pretty sure they can't see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the that's the writer in me anyway right so uh yes uh, letting go is not the end of the world it everyone knows that mm mm-hmm. people don't know how this is the how just if they after the listening to this podcast you feel like letting go that's mm-hmm. it feeling is enough just say okay i'll let go from now mm-hmm. and then if you find yourself being triggered by anything you just tell yourself is this uh, me letting go yes good no then i should change my response to it right so when at a, after a 
after a certain point it will stop triggering you right and when you stop getting triggered you know you've let go of it so it's a decision to let go at every single step it's everything is a decision right yeah so you choose your response to you things choose. you choose to let go of things yeah yes you can only manifest what you can conceive so if mm-hmm. you can conceive of a reality where you are decisive you are able to let go you are if you believe that that is even possible with you mm-hmm. that's it that belief is enough right you have to live it mm-hmm. start living it right now don't wait for some sorry don't don't wait for something to happen or some money to come in or some job to go through or some person to finally fulfill their commitment or whatever they said or whatever they were supposed to do just do it mm-hmm. and uh, everything will change because the same people then react differently to you right they speak to you differently they approach you differently even the people who triggered you are careful of you mm-hmm. so it's a, i mean i can't describe it it's fantastic i know it's hard to imagine on the other side but believe that it works it does you're probably going to have to experience that one or just take my experience and decide <laughs> <laughs> there are wiser ways to learn yeah um all right so i'm going to segue into one of the things that you mentioned mm-hmm. i'm going to stick with decision for now because i think that's that's a that's a very powerful point to right uh, it's a good start discuss because we decided to start today we decided to start today yeah uh with decision what i want to what i want to ask you specifically is and this is a question that a lot of uh, that i've kind of i face myself Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people discuss this with me. Um and considering that all of us are making a decision every single moment of every single day, mm-hmm. right? Some are very small decisions, uh like what shirt do I wear? Mm. Uh some are very big decisions. Well, that's a good example you picked up. Yeah. Even deciding what clothes to wear mm-hmm. tests the quality of your decision making. So that's the, that's the point I want yeah. to mention uh, I wanted to discuss uh, wanted your opinion on was mm-hmm. um how do you know you're making the right one You're not And I mean specifically for uh bigger decisions Okay so let me say Because you've got you've got certain smaller decisions like okay I will wear this shirt because it makes me look good or I feel Okay so like let me say that for the next one week you're going to live your life Yeah and every decision you make is going to be the wrong one Okay define wrong Are you going to stop making decisions because i said that or it's going to happen that every decision is going to be wrong are you going to just sit here and do nothing <laughs> even okay. if every decision you're going to make is going to be the wrong one what if mm-hmm. sitting here is a wrong decision then what right so that's the illusion of control there's no right uh-huh. or wrong decision mm-hmm. so just make a decision that keeps you moving forward mm-hmm. and in the best way which does not limit you from being anyone other than who you are because any decision or any behavior or any kind of response that makes you any less or express yourself any less of who you are who you completely are right now mm-hmm. is the wrong decision if if you want to keep that right or wrong mm-hmm. if you don't want to keep that right or wrong believe that whatever decision you make will turn out to be in your interest whether it is the right or wrong decision or whatever you want to call it because a lot of people make this control mistake there's a degree of illusion involved while making a decision that you can actually control 
an outcome. You cannot. Mm-hmm. That's what spirituality teaches you. Right. You can choose to learn a lesson your way, but the lesson is going to come either way. <laughs> so yeah. So there's an illusion of control that way because mm-hmm. the lesson will come whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Or whether you want that particular lesson in that particular form or not. In that particular time as well. Yeah. Well, there you have it, boys and girls. It all starts with a decision. So you decide to let so, go of things. You decide to break your cycle. Whatever that cycle may be, it could be a professional cycle, could be your daily routines, could be your emotional cycles. Like everything. Yeah. This is the beginning of the year when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Decide, literally right now as you hear. It doesn't matter when we recorded it or when you heard it or what year it is right now. Mm-hmm. Just make a decision. and really believe yourself that just make a decision in a place where you're completely confident of who you are that i'm making this decision dekha jayega baki sab you know right. and i'm happy with uh, myself mm-hmm. and i deserve to be happy <laughs> a lot of people struggle with that right and i'm going to make decisions that don't limit me from being anyone other than who i want to be or who i am right just make that decision write it down if you have to mm-hmm. sweet vijay um my last question mm-hmm. or rather my second last question mm-hmm. um what is what is the takeaway you want people to have from this particular discussion like what are the three three points if you were to sum it up that they can take back and use to break their cycles whatever they may be it is that whoever you are and wherever you are mm-hmm. whatever you are going through mm-hmm. it is not bigger or smaller than anyone else all right and that should be a humbling thought a lot of uh, a lot of times i embarrass my friends by when they say you know hum mil nahi sakte kaam hai and ye and wo so i say kaam to sabhi karte mm-hmm. and <laughs> i mean uh, just say you don't want to meet that's fine yeah. and if i'm stupid enough to hold it against you or if you if you value your own uh, your own time with yourself and I'm, if i still want to intrude into it then maybe i'm not the best friend mm-hmm. over there I mean, maybe i need to be sort of kicked away from your life right so again it's a humbling thought that uh, whatever you are going through is not the biggest thing in the world um everyone else is going through their own version of whatever little hell they might have invented for themselves or whatever might have been passed on to them mm-hmm. but uh, again uh, my point is that it's happening everywhere and come to terms with it make a decision that you deserve a better quality of life peace of mind and just work towards that i know it's you, you'll a lot of people are going to be very uncomfortable with that decision you might have made mm-hmm. to be uh, happy with yourself to be to value your own time to value your own privacy or whatever boundaries you want to put but uh, let that be I mean right. uh, that uh, if that makes anyone uncomfortable they'll sort it out with you and if it doesn't then they don't deserve to be uh, 
taken that seriously because they don't respect you. And the minute you do assert your own uh, sense of uh, respect and privacy and your need to be happy and your right to be happy and mm-hmm. to be relaxed and chilled out most of the time, right. the same people who will have a problem will come back and they'll start respecting those things because that's the only way to be around you. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're sorted then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. My last question, which where can these people find you and talk to you if you're comfortable sharing? I can speak to anyone at any time, anywhere. I am mm-hmm. a little uh, social media shy for the past couple of months, but uh, they can speak to me. They can write to me. Mm-hmm. You can read what I write. Uh, I mean, my first fiction book should be coming up around the time this podcast goes out. Uh-huh. Do you want to mention the name or is it under wraps right now? No, no, it's under wraps. Let okay. let people be pleasantly surprised by it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you I mean I'm available. I mean my my Instagram is there. It's open. I don't have I don't believe in those. I mean if I'm on social media You got an interesting handle on e- Instagram. E- even <laughs> even having your Instagram on private is an illusion. That is I true. Believe. That is true. So I keep it open because if I'm there I might as well keep it open. Yeah. but uh, i know there's a lot of abuse and all people have to k- take care of but thankfully i don't have that mm-hmm. but uh, you can speak to me on twitter you can on instagram i don't use facebook that much but uh, i think people can email me i'm easy to reach right your instagram handle is uh, sakshat bhagwan <laughs> <laughs> and your twitter handle <laughs> is my name vijarat singh all right <laughs> because Sash, sakshat bhagwan was unavailable okay <laughs> all right thank you so much for doing this with this was a fun episode of break this, the cycle this was the first episode <laughs> and i loved it uh but there you have it guys that's what we're going to be doing um you have a lot more guests we'll have a lot more guests we're going to be talking about a lot of these concepts we're also going to be diving into their world this was specific to uh viju and his views on um on identity and his views on how on the cycles that he's broken we're looking at bringing on a bunch of other guests who uh mm-hmm. range from musicians who've chosen to 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 make and create music for time to mm. artists who've done the same to uh to people who uh decided to do something out of the ordinary while they're in their jobs mm. uh so on so forth um to or you why don't you uh, or you i mean if you've got if sit and discuss with us yeah <laughs> why should it be one way <laughs> absolutely so if any of these things help you uh and we hope they do Um if you have a story you'd like to share or if you want to just hang out have fun have a great time with uh, us have yeah. a great you know talking session over a mic yeah, yeah, yeah. uh you can reach out to me or you can reach out to Viju I'm easy to find I'm on uh, Instagram as Aadhar Malhotra mm-hmm. that's double a d h a r m a l h o t r a uh this aadhar is not the same as the card so this aadhar does not link That's a terrible joke but I'm going to stick with it. Although this podcast is authenticated by Aadhaar. Uh that is true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh we're going to be sharing more details uh of these podcasts as we go along. We're hoping to make it a weekly thing, but we're going to start with fortnightly. If we hit the weekly mark before then, ah, brilliant. 
I loved it. This I loved great. it. I, 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 it's amazing how our voice sounds so clear and nice, at least from the first season. <laughs> <laughs> Because this is a proper recording studio, folks. Yeah. We made it. Uh, we're also going to be moving into uh, video podcasts soon enough. Yeah. So while this one's going to be audio only, soon mm. enough we're going to move into video interviews. So you can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, the social platforms are going to be up and running soon enough. For now, you can reach out to our personal handles. Uh, yeah, and we hope that uh, you're able to break the cycle with us. Stay tuned for next time. I'll catch you soon. Thank you, Vijay. Thank you, Adha. Take care guys bye bye